there's a great swindle, a great con going on in our society, and in part, we're all being conned. It goes like this. If you look after numero uno, everything else will be fine. We know it doesn't work, but well, you know. Diamond, and welcome to the program today as we kick off a new series of messages called Breaking Free from the Power of Sin. Today we're starting a new series that I have to warn you, the devil does not want you to hear. In fact, he'll do anything he can to keep you away from what we're going to be talking about over these coming few days and in fact next week as well. Why? Because if we let loose in our hearts and our lives the thing that we're going to be talking about, it is going to mess up his game plan for your life and for mine, big time. Well, what are we going to talk about? The subject is this, breaking free from the power of sin. That's the name of this series, breaking free from the power of sin. See, I have this crazy notion that God means for you and me to live not just a good life, Not just a great life, but an utterly sensational life. What I don't mean is that each one of us should live in a mansion with two mercs in the garage. What I don't mean is that everything in life will go well, always healthy, live to a ripe old age. It doesn't work. Life's not like that. But what I do mean is that come what may, God means for us to live a life of joy and peace and fulfilment and contentment. The question is, how do you get that life? Problem is, there's a big con being perpetrated in this world today. The big con of this world is that what you do is you earn, you spend, you buy. That'll give you all those things. The big con is that you look after number one and everything else will be fine. You and I know it doesn't work. We know that it's a big con, but it's a big con that we really, really, really want to swallow. Hook, line and sinker. And then some joker comes along and talks about sin. And you think, well, you have got to be kidding me. We're not in medieval times. We're not in the 1950s. This is the 21st century. Sin? Oh, please. What planet are you living on? What does sin conjure up in your mind? Some old-fashioned, moralising, finger-pointing self-righteousness that might have worked in the dim, dark ages. But don't try that religion stuff on me today, buddy. Sin? How gullible do you think I am? Crimson-clad clergy pointing their bony figures at me? Get out of here. (laughs) You might wonder, how is it that Bernie can articulate this position so passionately? And, well, the answer is this. It's one that I held for most of my life. Religion's a bunch of rules. I don't need a bunch of rules. Sin is an old-fashioned concept. That's it. Buzz off. And yet, if we were completely honest with ourselves, each one of us would admit that we do things and we think things and we say things that hurt us, that ruin our lives. What we don't often realise is how much they ruin our lives. Ever asked yourself exactly what sin is? Is it an outdated concept? Or is it real? And does it have consequences? And is it the thing that's robbing me of a full and satisfying life? 
Sin is one of the most frequently used words in the Bible. 486 times. 486. It's kind of various concepts, but at the heart of it is this notion that God is perfect and that we've rebelled against God and we've broken his law and that will bring punishment. That's the kind of sin thing in a nutshell. And I guess that's it. For many people, you mention sin and that's what it conjures up. Rules, religion, moralizing, and who needs that? Rebellion against God, well, it is that. It's all of those things. But I don't know, my hunch is that given where we are today, maybe that's not the best place to start to really understand what sin means because we've been conned. See, I used to go scuba diving when I was younger. And what you discover when you want to go scuba diving is we were made to float. We weren't made to sink. You jump in the ocean or any body of water and and you will float. And when you put on diving gear, you float all the more because your wetsuit is very buoyant. So what the diver does is he or she straps weights to their body, helps them to sink. That's what they want to do. Works for a diver. And these weights are these ugly old lumps of lead that you strap on. I look back on my life, a life of sin for the most part, and it was like... I was bobbing around in the ocean and all these boats would sail by, all these different shapes and sizes, and people would bend over the side and offer me this and that. This bauble, that trinket, oh yes, please, I'll have that one, and that one, and that one, and, and that attitude, and, and that selfishness, and, and this ambition, and this desire, oh yes, please. But actually, what they were was lead weights. Only they'd been dressed up to look attractive, and you don't have to be Einstein to figure it out. The more I took on, the more I started to sink. That's the big con. And then, because we're not made to sink, we, we frantically thrash around with our arms and legs to get back to the surface because we're drowning. We're not made to drown. Interesting, God's Word talks about that. Over and over again, it talks about sin as this concept of missing the mark. It's the image of an archer shooting at a target and missing. Literally, what the word means is to miss the point. That's, that's how we'd say it today. People are drowning en masse because they're missing the point. Have a listen to this. It's what the Apostle Paul writes about sin. He said, don't deceive yourselves. If you think that you're wise in this age, well, you're going to have to become fools in order to become wise because the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. It's written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise that they are futile. See, we think we're clever. We we think that with our sophisticated economic systems and share portfolios and and cable television and, and, and electronic gadgets, we think we're so clever. In this context, Paul was talking about quarrels and factions, earthly wisdom as opposed to God's wisdom. See, the earthly wisdom is win. Get on top. Be number one. That's the wisdom of this world. And okay, we we dress it up to make it look respectable, but at its core, it's rotten. Contrast that with God's wisdom. James chapter 3, verse 17. But the wisdom from above, God's wisdom, is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of hypocrisy. Do you see the difference, the contrast Here's the con. We trade in the good and wondrous things of God, the diamonds, if you will, for the stones or or the lead weights of this world. Our attitudes of selfishness, 
anger, disputes, horrible things that people do to one another. We justify those through this whole number one mentality because we've been sold that con. We've swallowed it hook, line and sinker. And yet those are the things that are like lead weights. Those are the things that make us sink to the bottom and it's exhausting because we're not made to sink to the bottom. Finally, one day I got it. Sin wasn't some old-fashioned moralising from an irrelevant church. Not that. It's here. It's now. It's important. It's vital. It was something that was ruining my life. And at some point, we have to do something about it. Otherwise, we spend the rest of our lives missing the point. And eventually, we drown. Just before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free gift that we'd love to send you to help you experience the power of God more and more in your life. Each month, Bernie writes a new life application booklet around the sorts of issues that we all deal with in life. It's designed to take you deeper into God's Word and then to help you live out what you've discovered. It's about helping you experience God's love and power in your faith walk. To request the latest e-booklet, visit ChristianityWorks.org and you'll see that free offer towards the top of the homepage. I'm believing that it'll be a mighty blessing to you. Again, that web address is ChristianityWorks.org. I'm Jennifer. You've been listening to Christianity Works with Bernie Diamond, and we'll catch you again next time. Bye.